Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. This is episode 72, and it is April 3rd, 2019. Good morning. Um, I actually went out last night, which was fun, except it um, meant I got home a little later than usual. I also have been plagued by this nagging cough, and so I didn't sleep very well last night. And today I did my meditation and did a little journaling, as I always do. It's like um, every day is a competition reality cooking show, and I don't know what bag of ingredients I've got. And so the way I check in to see what my brain is doing or what ingredients are just either like vestigially left from like the night before or the day before or you know I just I just want to know what the weather forecast is for my brain and the way I do that is with a 10 minute guided meditation and a little bit of journaling that also doesn't take more than like 15 minutes depending on if it's a check-in which is like 10-15 minutes or if I have something to really sort of um break apart like it's almost like massaging a knot out like sometimes that can take anywhere from like half an hour to 40 minutes but I did a quick one this morning and I know a few things that I my attention is skittering today some of it is the fatigue and some of it is this um just being a little sick I know that rather I have to remind myself to remember to know that when I get sick, I'm a little depressed or a little agitated or I feel nervous as if um, that slight lag in my body makes my brain feel really impatient. So I know a few things today that one, I'm probably not going to get as much done as I would like and two, the only chance I have of feeling any sort of order in my day is to make a list and look at it, make sure it's manageable. Usually I only do two big things a day, and one of them is going to be meeting a friend for lunch for a business slash catch-up meeting. Um, So the other, I don't know what that will be, but I'm sure I'll find out soon. Um... And I also know that my attention is very meddling today. So because I woke up tired, I immediately want to have a hyper-caffeinated drink. And usually I don't take caffeine. I'm just a tea drinker. And so the strongest thing I'd have in any given day is like, you know, a cup of Earl Grey. And today I might have to forego that just because my attention feels really, really creative and... Um, sabotage like anytime I want to meddle a lot I know that that often leads to a false sense of control and even like it's like it's like chumming the water even like one speck of blood sends this particular type of brain into overdrive for like creative solutions to things that don't need fixing um so it's a meddling brain so I'm, I'm not gonna do the caffeine um like this brain wants to spring up out of bed and be like okay you're on medication and you have a dry nagging cough and the heater's turned on in your apartment because it's cold so what's going to happen is you are going to um not take your allergy medication and not take your thyroid medication and you're gonna you know really violently drink a lot of water with like maybe too much magnesium in it which will like 
you know, which upsets my stomach and it just wants to do a lot of things, my brain. So I'm just going to let it just chill out for a second and not let it cook in any arena that has no business being in. Um, So I can't start any new projects today either because this brain usually loves to start three or four new things like uh, join a new gym or email four different people about a project that I haven't really thought all the way through. And these are the sort of things, these are the minor calamities that I find um, dealing with when I have a different brain later in the week, if not like later in the month. So I'm going to chill on that. And, um, but one thing I did want to talk about is I shared a lot about this realization after my first book came out that I, and I don't know if this is attributable to my being like a woman of color or just the way I was brought up or the lack of visibility of women writers who sort of looked like me who are doing the kind of work that I was interested in and it wasn't until I had sold a YA novel you know in kind of like a really um exciting bidding skirmish um and gotten a lot of money for my first book that it it realized that I sort of realized that I was like huh it's weird how this came about I didn't know that this is what the reality would feel like and for a long time when I was just dreaming about this book or being angry that I didn't have this book or being impatient or wondering why I didn't have the book I kind of realized that I was waiting for permission I was waiting for someone you know, um, on the other side who had sold a book or could publish or knew about books to sort of anoint me, like come find me because life is a meritocracy and because I'm so talented and like just wave a wand over me and be like, I choose you. And, you know, they would like take my hand in their tweed blazer covered arm and be like, come, you know, and I... Yeah, and it wasn't like that. The reality was that I had to write an entire book and I had to be the one to advocate for it and admit to everyone else that selling this book is what I wanted. And then, um, you know, I didn't even have to find the right people. Like, the right people found me and I was shown a path. And so I can't even be the one to say that I queried and I was, I was the one who, like, took initiative and things like that because I just didn't even know how to take initiative but the lesson in that is that like I was waiting for ingress and I was waiting for an invitation and you know one ultimately didn't really come um so the the thing that happened was like an a different agent found me and I had to Uh, leave my agency at the time and sort of go with this other person who kind of I guess believed in me more and that's kind of how my first book came about and so like so many things had to happen um but of course the book had to be written like when this agent hit me up I did have a book to give this person and that's when everything happened Um, but the thing that that makes me realize, like I, now that I'm like in recovery and have so much more clarity around certain things. And when I keep talking about my recovery, I don't necessarily think that you have to be in an, be an addict or a recovered addict or have an eating disorder or have 
some other overarching mental health issue, though I do truly in my heart believe that most of us have some permutation of something. Um, so I don't think you need any of these things. They're not a prerequisite to finding um, utility in this advice. But so I'm like, okay, if that's true, if writing books wasn't a meritocracy, if writing books wasn't predicated on me being invited by someone who had more power and knowledge than me, what can that also be applied to? And the thing that I'm sort of figuring out is there are things that I've always been interested in that I just felt as though I had no business being interested in. And some of those things are things like poetry where not only did I not understand it, it felt so expressly not for me. And this was until I started reading more, especially like um, YA sort of uh, poetry, like, you know, like the Poet X, for example, that was just so incredible and it really showed me um and that's Elizabeth Acevedo's book that not only was poetry accessible that that it really moved me and I don't know it just it, it was so like I, I I think I know this but I didn't until I read that where I was just like oh all poets aren't this one type of person like basically white and dead or whatever and a lot of people know that, but in whatever truth I made up for myself when I was a, a little person, like a young person, didn't know that. So that was like really big deal for me. And similarly, I'm I'm finding an interesting in like interest in plays. Um, they're like blowing my mind right now, and I'm like, oh my god, it's so amazing what dialogue can do. And I've always felt that that was my strong suit and that always kind of felt like a weakness to me where I was just like yeah my dialogue's fine but like my plots are awful my plots are awful my plots are awful and that's just kind of the way my mind works where it loves to focus on like other people's criticisms or self-criticism versus um seeing what my strengths can do in other forms so realizing that plays or a form that exists has been really really um edifying for me and it's just it's it's pretty recent it's like within the last like four or five six months and what I'm realizing going back to the book is and the fact that like no one invited me in is I was waiting for invitations into not only finding interest in this but like learning about it I realized that there's always this kind of like inert passivity in me, either born from like insecurity or I don't know, like I'm still sort of like really looking into what the mechanisms behind this are. Like, I don't know if this is like growing up in this like very traditional, like patriarchal household or what I was taught or like what lesson or process I didn't, I'd ingrained from the time I was a kid or what, but like, this passivity always feels as though I have to get an invitation or I need a teacher. Like, I always feel like there's going to be instruction coming from a place that I know objectively has more knowledge than me and will sort of, like, not only give me, like, the roadmap, but will also give me the legend and then will also give me all the cheat codes 
and like cheat codes is like really funny i think that that's the other part of the passivity it's like weighed down with this extra layer of like entitled laziness where i'm like well why would i learn this on my own if someone can come and help me hack it and so i'm trying to reprogram that and i'm really trying to learn more on my own and it's really slow going but it really does I feel like I'm like honestly I feel like Charlie Gordon in like Flowers for Algernon or like I feel like I'm learning to read or something like yeah I I really do feel like I'm learning to read for the first time or something because I'm like oh all of these things exist and if I go slow enough and if I go deliberate enough and if at the right critical times I ask people not for like their help in this like oh the onus of me learning is on you now but just a little bit of guidance with a lot of homework done on my part to ask the right questions at the right time that's like the only difference between me like not knowing how to do something and figuring it out and that was also that was really true for me when I was writing a novel like I really figured out how to do it based on like a YouTube tor- tutorial and I know like and now I know that that features a lot of holes and so actually I'm I'm doing a different type of plotting for my um next book even though I'm like actually 3 quarters of the way through it like I really just want to learn how to do that a different way as well. So yeah, like all of this is to say that I really invite not only like um, meditation and journaling to see what kind of brain you have every day, but I really invite you to think about what you've learned about one thing about your creative process or like what the processes are regarding like getting your products and art out there um and applying it to other things that maybe like have a lot more fear or trepidation around um and seeing where like your old thinking is still being applied to things that your new thinking hasn't considered yet um, because that was just like so so eye opening for me, and like the trick then is not feeling really like sad or late, but just like forgiving yourself and also just having a little bit of faith and trust in the in your overall process that like things will find you and you'll realize things at exactly the right time for when you're ready to be able to know these things so while I'm like oh my god you're so dumb about not knowing about like literally how to learn um I also just have to be like oh yeah your brain was busy doing something else and it was kind of sick for a while so this is where we are now and how awesome to know now and so that's kind of just where I'm trying to stay. Um and but because my brain is so skittery and like weird today, I'm probably not going to start new poems or start new plays today. But just knowing that I could is is not bad. Um I also had to mute a few people um on social media, people I love because 
you know, they have books and they're coming out right now. And I feel like they're doing a trillion things because of course it's a chorus of authors. It's not just like one person. And it's also just the one or two things that they're saying versus what they're doing or how they feel about it that I'm comparing myself to. Um, and just knowing that like all these people are promoting it in like a litany of like a kaleidoscope of ways is stressing me out so for today I'm muting them and that's like the gentlest thing for me um so yeah if you find any utility in this that would be awesome and if you like me have a weird brain today I hope um you remember that you're allowed to go slow and if you have a weird brain and can't go slow because your day is really overwhelmed with like real ass things like real money making job ass things then hopefully I, I hope you can find forgiveness and compassion around that and yeah thank you for listening <laughs>